Welcome to Ignited by Hope, where we inspire greatness through unconditional love. My name is Jesse, and each week we will explore topics that help us achieve a fuller understanding of ourselves, our relationship with spirit, and our relationship with others. We are changing the world one heart at a time, giving people a place to call home on their spiritual journey. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of the Ignited by Hope podcast. Today, we're going to spend some time talking about what it means to get in touch with your higher self. In the world of spirituality, there are two types of deep listening. Technically three, but we're not going to get into the third today. You've got listening to the universe, guides, angels, all the supernatural type stuff. And then you've got listening deeply to yourself. And I'm not talking about the self that says everything in your life sucks. I'm not talking about the self who says that you can't do certain things. And I'm most definitely not talking about the self who blames everyone else for your problems. Because none of those selves put you in touch with your higher self, which is what we are doing when we are deeply listening in any capacity. I used to see the higher self as this part of me that was capable of standing in multiple worlds simultaneously. It was as if one foot was in my body and the other foot was in the universe. It could speak whatever language I needed it to speak, but it wasn't actually a part of me. I knew that when I was truly engaged with this separate self, life typically got a whole hell of a lot better. I also noticed at some point that when I was in touch with my higher self, all this crap started coming to the surface that I had no clue I needed to deal with. And we all have that kind of crap. We also know that we need to deal with our crap. That's why the self-help industry is one of the largest in existence. You can find it in religion, in the holistic community, even people who think they don't have a spiritual bone in their body have their own way of dealing with the stuff that no longer serves them. Some of the most popular things I hear are, you just need to release it, aka stuff it down until you no longer think about it instead of actually dealing with it, which in turn actually Fs up everything else in your life, but you've stuffed it so far down that you don't even know that it's there and actually causing all the effed up shit. Sound familiar? How about turn it over to God or time heals all wounds? You just need to move on. What good do any of these statements do? They are missing the how. And when you don't have the how, how are you supposed to actually deal with that crap? The first part of it is realistically understanding that you understand nothing. There is so much in our world that we cannot identify. As much as we have learned about our universe, Earth, the magic of our bodies, there is still so much that we just do not understand. That's why miracles happen. 
It's all the things that we can't explain. And when we're learning to get in touch with our higher self, we run into these moments where you think you understand what's going on and what's happening. And then in the blink of an eye, everything changes and you're re-examining what you actually believe. You have to almost have this fluidity when it comes to learning how to engage with your higher self. You have to be willing to take a step back and really begin to accept your emotions. We live in a society that often tries to label our emotions as good, bad, acceptable, not acceptable, especially for men. Yet ignoring and pushing aside these emotions that are labeled as bad are really what cause midlife crises, burnout, breakdowns. If we learn how to listen to these signals that are being developed in our body and our psyche, a lot of these things become irrelevant. I do understand that there is a level of emotional regulation that we have to consider so that we can operate inside of our jobs, our relationships. And there are certain situations where feeling everything that we're feeling on the outside really is not the right time and place. Where a lot of people get hung up is not processing everything that's happening when they are in a space that they are allowed to feel what they need to feel. We all have to learn that it's okay to push pause on what we're feeling and go back to it later. There is so much knowledge that we can gain when we actually get curious about these emotions that we have. You get to a point where you're no longer saying, I need to get rid of my emotions. I don't know why I feel this way. I have no reason to feel this way. You begin to ask yourself things like, how does this feeling serve me? What purpose does this emotion have? Is this emotion protecting me from something? When you ask yourself why you are feeling a certain way and then continue to drill it down from there, you're able to get to the root cause of what is going on. Sometimes what we think is happening and we think we know why we are responding a certain way isn't actually the truth. So many of our responses as adults are actually mindsets that were ingrained in us before we turned seven. Think of all the years in between when you turn seven and however old you are now. Your five, six, three-year-old brain is still influencing how you think and behave as an adult. These subconscious mindsets are part of why we react the way that we do and the very reason why it's important to drill down to the actual root causes. Allowing yourself to sit with these questions without judgment, without being in a hurry, without feeling like you have to change them or stuff them, it's freeing. 
and it clears up all of the gunk that prevents us from having that communication with not just our higher selves, but with God. By clearing away all of the gunk and all of the, just the crap that we end up experiencing, we're able to have truly honest relationships. And you know what? Honesty hurts sometimes. When I finally started working through my victimhood mentality, I cringed and wanted nothing more than to just push it all back down and continue to ignore it. I did not want to deal with it. That radical honesty is what changed my life, though. It is part of what has brought me to this exact moment in time. What I learned from that is that when we are not being honest with ourselves, when we are pushing that shit down, we are not able to have truly authentic relationships with those around us. And I do mean the physical people in our realities and everything else in the universe that guides us on our path. They see us for who we really are. They know all of our faults, all of our flaws, and they all love us anyway. Part of getting honest with yourself is learning how to see yourself like they do. You are never going to achieve your greatest dreams or be the kind of person you want to be if you are sitting in a space of not knowing your own heart and your own mind. What are you doing to screw up your own life? How have you wronged other people? You know, making amends in AA or NA is the hardest step for a reason. It's also one of the most necessary steps to achieve long-term sobriety. When you talk to any addict, they can tell you just how important it was to really get honest. A piece of that honesty I touched on just a second ago when I talked about my own victimhood mentality. You have got to release the victimhood mentality if you are ever going to get in touch with your higher self. It's not God's fault. It's not your parents' fault. It's not the person three people ahead of you at the grocery store's fault. It's not your past's fault. It's not Bob's fault. It's not Rita's fault. It is your fault. There comes a time when you have to stop blaming everyone and everything around you for your current circumstances. You are always going to share a responsibility in everything that happens in your life because you get to control how you react. Are you responsible for being abused as a child? Oh, hell no. But you get to take control of your future as an adult and rise above it. That is your choice. Is it hard? Yes. Will it hurt? Oh, you bet. But if you want to experience the type of spiritual health that you want and take your power back, you have to do it. Victimhood mentality, radical honesty with yourself, 
do not mesh. You cannot have a true relationship with yourself, with those around you, or your higher power until you follow those two steps. Be honest with yourself and stop playing the victim. You want to live the life of your dreams? Start there. All right. Now that I've given you a little bit of tough love, next up in the process is loving yourself. You need to love yourself enough to invest the time in your healing journey that you need to. You are worth it. Loving yourself means not judging yourself as you go through this process. It means trusting what comes up. It means giving yourself compassion. It also means allowing yourself to rest when you need it. You don't get to quit when it gets hard. That is not how life works. But sometimes it is better to stop what you are working on so that you can really reset, get some more energy, sleep when you need to sleep. Stopping for two seconds or five minutes or a day can actually allow you to make more progress than constantly going balls to the wall. Every opportunity that we have in our healing journeys, we get to say yes or no to. And the more often we say yes, the more often we take those steps to move into this beautiful new life. One where you get to make the rules and live within the blessings that comes from that. Love yourself like the divine loves you. When you have that kind of unconditional love for yourself, you'll be able to take the steps that you need to take. Understand that each of these steps is its own process. You've got this big, huge, long process of learning how to get in touch with your higher self. But within each of these steps, you are also going to have all these little baby steps, all these little birdie walks that ultimately lead you back to that original goal. As you become more and more connected and spend more and more time with who you really are, this process only deepens. I always think about the ocean. Some days you're going to have gentle lulls that just roll in and off of the shore. And other days it's going to be like a hurricane breaking land. That's just the process of self-discovery and self-mastery. I've walked this journey for the last 15 years, and I feel like every year I go deeper and deeper, and yet there are always still new pieces that I'm learning. I wouldn't be where I am at today without being open to new knowledge. I wouldn't be who I am today. One of those lessons was learning that my higher self isn't actually something that's separate from me. It's really my soul. It's who I am outside of all the bullshit that is humanity. It's who we all are and what we should actually be striving to be in our human experiences. We are born into this world with the ability to listen to our souls because we don't know anything else. 
somewhere along the way, we're taught to stop listening to that piece of ourselves. And that's when we become lost. We become followers of other people and the demands that they put on us rather than staying in tune with an inspired source of knowledge. We lose a huge chunk of who we are. The good news is that anything we've been taught, we can unlearn and replace it with something greater. Finding that piece of yourself, your soul, your higher self, whatever you choose to call it in your journey is worth every ounce of pain, struggle, and heartache that sometimes goes with finding it. It makes the world a better place, not just in your own reality, but in the reality of others. When you come into the world as an authentic being with emotional intelligence and a connection to a source that is literally out of this world and in it simultaneously, people recognize that and they want to know where that joy comes from. They want to know how it is that you're able to live in that space. Then they ask questions. And then they get to discover who they are. And the cycle continues. Our human experience is about learning lessons. And through the process of discovering our higher self, we begin to identify these lessons. And that's a gift, not just for us, but for the world. Are you ready to live who you are? If you are, you've got a community standing behind you. We are ready to support you in whatever way that you need. We have been there. We have gone through the struggles. And we're ready to help you experience that joy. Reach out to us if you have questions. That is what Ignited by Hope is for. If you're not ready, that's okay too. We all have to come to that place in our own time. So keep listening, keep watching, keep reading, and just think about it. Live your life the way that you feel comfortable with right now. And when you are ready, let us know. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. If you'd like to connect with us, feel free to reach out on our Facebook or Instagram pages, which you can find linked in the about section, or leave us a comment here on the episode. Blessings to you as you move about your day. Until next time.